Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Time to find out once again just how useless you all are as Barbara and Declan answer your pathetic questions uh, in So You Think You're an Adult. Good afternoon to you both. Hello. Oh, you may know already. Yes. <laughs> right, OK, here's uh, here's your first one. I'm, uh, I- I'm uh, a while on the dating scene and I don't know if it's just me, but I absolutely do not want to date men shorter than me. However, I've recently met a really nice guy, but to my horror, he's a foot shorter than me. I didn't realise that at the time I matched with him online. He's lovely and I'd be interested in building a relationship with him, but I find his height so unattractive. I found myself having to wear flat shoes around him on dates just to make him feel better. Should I cut it off now? Oh, <laughs> What, you mean your legs? Or should I make an effort? <laughs> OK, so for change, this is a topic I know something about. OK. Yep. Um, and this woman's right. Yeah. Don't date somebody shorter than you. End of story. End of story. Because they, they well, but do are all men? Do all men? But all men have a hang up about it. I don't care what the men do. The women do. I don't want. Oh, to be, right. Okay. As See, a woman, right. like yeah, no, I don't. I never wanted to date a man who was shorter than me. Um, and I know that's probably not very woke. And why, my why my colleague over here, I can just feel because I can just feel the woke, vibes yeah. come across the studio. It's totally, you. it's racist. It actually, is racist. Really yeah, racist. it's totally racist. Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But like, um, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, as a woman, yeah, and I know this is probably anti-feminist as well, but I could never feel romantic about a man who was shorter than me and made me feel like a giant. And certainly that was a foot shorter. Like, that's considerable amount mm. shorter than you. But, uh, so, you're a tall woman, Barbara. I'm six so foot that's, tall. Yeah, yeah so that's it most did. men then. It narrows the field. <laughs> <Yes>. Absolutely, <laughs> it did. I mean, the trauma of me trying to sort out, having gone to a convent school, somebody for my Debs. Um, was like a major, major challenge. And back then being six foot was the equivalent to being six foot two now. Like there was, yeah, yeah. it was, uh, so it was, so yeah, no, it wasn't, it wasn't easy. But um, yeah, no, like, no, I could never, ever, ever feel romantic about somebody who was, you know, that felt like I was going out with, I don't know, um, my little brother or something. So yeah, that's totally, there's no science behind that. There's no philosophy behind that. Okay. That's just the way it is. Now, having said that, before I let Declan in, um, my husband, uh, we started out off at the same height. We're both six foot. He has since shrunk. <laughs> so I will just say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was this is your effect upon him. You've shrunk him. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. But he definitely is now shorter than he used to be. Wow. So, yeah. Do you measure yourselves regularly no, in, that, in that regard? Yeah, yeah, let's do a selfie and the two of us stand together and he gets absolutely apoplectic on you're standing on the higher, you know, that that part of the path is higher than this part. And I go, "No, you're just after shrinking." Um and oh, uh, gosh, yeah. So well, he that, has that just happened, yeah. And he's not happy about that, but that's just the fact. But I'm okay with that now obviously because, yeah. you know, but certainly now back in the day I would not have uh, I would not have been able to counter anybody who was sure. I was very funny because and I know some women don't mind because when I was looking at this I was thinking who's that model who has that short husband and I couldn't remember all I could remember was her name was Sophie. So I googled model Sophie short husband. <laughs> and the answer I got was Donald Skeen. <laughs> if he's wow. listening, I was thinking of Sophie Dahl and Jamie yeah. Collum. Like he's there's right. a big height difference there, yeah. and she's probably cool, and that's grand. But I get where this woman's coming from, and I don't. I would never have been able to countenance um, a, sh- a shorter person, man. 
Right. Okay. So uh, Sophie so, Turner apparently is dating Joe Jonas, one of the Jonas brothers, yeah. who is also short. She she was in our aforementioned Game of Thrones, and she played one of the thrones. Oh, did she? <laughs> <laughs> and he's in the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, and he saw them. Look. Yeah, I, I do actually understand where you're coming from. And I, and I do think that the this issue kind of falls somewhat into the basket of you can't help fancying who you fancy and who you fancy and what you find attractive True, is what yeah. you find attractive. But then there's also how much of that has been created oh, by... The culture. Yeah. yeah. Women being yeah. helpless Shortest little culture. women. You need to be smaller than men and it's all this kind of... Do you know of something? Se- I'm six foot tall, right? I'm taller than most men. Yeah. So I never was wanting to be the little woman or the little princess who was being oh, that's minded not what by I the meant, man. But I mean, I do think that... But, but there might be elements of that whole thing feeding into... Like, what specifically is it about not wanting to be with the shorter guy that you find so repulsive, Barbara? Because it just... <laughs> <laughs> Tell us all. <laughs> Lean in. What makes you want to throw up in a bucket if you meet a man shorter than you? No, but I just, it, I don't know. It just made me, any time that I looked at a guy who was smaller than me, and there were plenty that you thought, yeah, God, he's really attractive. Yeah. But I'd be like, that. Nah, he just made me feel like a giant. And it makes me feel like I'm his mother or something. It just doesn't, no, I don't. I, and I mean, I know I could interrogate that and it probably is cultural, but... You know, I'm just thinking of Tom Cruise and Nicole Kimmon and I'm thinking about all the times and she had to wear flat shoes to the Oscars because she oh, would have made and I get all that and I get what a pain in the ass because you're still having to even if you're dynamic internally in your own relationship it's fine you're still presenting out to the world and, and people having their stupid but I don't look. think that that is I, I don't really th- I think that has improved I think there would have been a bit of judgy like you know 10, 20 years ago but I don't mm. think people do anymore I think people are, are I don't think there's that level of judgement but it's something about and Maybe it's maybe down more to physiology. I don't know how we could even, for God's sake, would you not be taller? Uh, (laughs) It's not something someone can can control. No, but you you automatically would discount somebody who was smaller. So you might say, you might say aesthetically, you know, he is really good looking and he's great crack and he's a great personality. But you just immediately kind of negates it because he's. And it meant, what I was going to say is maybe it's something to do with physiology rather than culture. She says being really philosophical. In that generally men, be they shorter or or taller, are stronger than women physically. So you want to feel that physicality Mm. a little bit because you know as a woman you're on the back foot when it comes to physicality in the world so maybe it's that I, I don't know and but I, th- I think it does I think possibly it extends beyond gender as well because I'm just thinking about gay people as well that we're where is your gay people my did you gay say people? my gay yeah. people no, you did of, did I say my you gay did, people did, well, did they are my people I'm I think about... you just said gay people I, I, I didn't said his gay, gay people. people I don't think he has a collection of them or anything that's weird that's for the mini series on Netflix coming out next week under Declan's bed they're all short they're very short yeah it's in in a same sex relationship. You wouldn't necessarily come into the relationship with the same level yes. of, of 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 gender stereotypes and expectations. Yet I have still heard, and I still know many men and women who would have a preference for having somebody, you know, as a preference. I just like yeah. taller people. So yeah. I think you're right. I don't know whether it's necessarily embodied with the because I want the tallness to represent, you know, looking after me. Or There's whatever. also a thing, maybe it's because it's rare, it's wonderful. And I, I, this is all coming back to me now. When you do meet a tall man, and especially if he's a bit, to- a good bit taller than you and he's attractive, even just giving you a hug is just incredible because it's so rare. 
Do you know what I mean? Okay, because it's coming from above. Because, yeah, no, somebody really kind of encloses you in a big bear hug. It never happens when you're as tall as I am. It's like being hugged by a toddler if it's, yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah. (laughs) Just imagine the slow set at your dance with the Yeah. (laughs) And do you know what really used to... Which is actually a trope that's often used in movies as a comedic thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used to get annoyed then as well when I saw it the other way around, when I saw really short women with really tall guys, because they used to go, that's a waste. That's obviously a bit odd as well. But it's also a waste, you know, yeah. if you're tall and I'm looking <laughs> for the tall guy, like, smaller sisters, back off the tall guys. Go for the small guys. Right. No, but the one thing she said, though, she uh, she said she um, she wears flat shoes. I found myself wearing flat shoes around him on dates just to make him feel better. Mm. So could there be this cultural component that, you know, oh, I'm not allowed to be taller than a man. And Well, and, I mean, in the first her... sentence, she states in capital letters, I absolutely do not want to date men shorter yes. than me. Yes, yeah. Then why is she? Uh, yeah. would be the would be the main question. Uh, well, there. you know, don't. That's what I'm saying. Jog along. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of comments on this. Uh, I'm going to be annihilated. Uh, uh, is she afraid he mightn't be up to it? Says Joe. Yeah. Boom, boom. Uh, don't settle if it's not what you're looking for in terms of height. Move on yes. and get what you want. You deserve it. Uh, another texter says, in ten years' time, she continuously rooms for perfection in an ever shrinking pool. She might regret such a superficial stance. There uh, is that. Uh, that guy lied. Or she needs to change her filters. A foot is a very noticeable <laughs> oh, gap. Yes. Well, it is. That's true. Yes. Um, though, you'd, don't they put height on, on online you, can you things? Put no, I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't yeah. know why you're looking at me. Yeah. Uh, perfectly acceptable for women to body shame. Any guy saying they prefer slim women would be crucified. Latitude, just... longitude is all I say to that. You're going <laughs> different directions. Yeah. yeah. You know. uh, I'm five foot ten. I always go for taller men. No qualms about it. And I say prefer taller men on my dating profile. Uh, I hope Barbara's opinion on short men isn't the norm. How am I supposed to get a tall woman? I'm a 35 year old man. I'm five seven. I would use dating sites. And this seems to be a thing that women are stating as if it's acceptable. Uh, the uh, Ed says, uh, tell Barbara, tell the same when you get horizontal. Uh Probably more to a relationship than that. I'm no expert. Uh, uh, Michael says, uh, thank you, Barbara, for helping me realise where I've been going wrong with women all my life. I'm a wheelchair user. Nearly everyone on the likes of Tinder clearly state they want taller men. Talk about unconscious bias. Well, I suppose that's uh, that's pretty conscious bias, uh, really. Many men already struggle to look smart women in the eye. Boob height at a, in a partner is a no-no, uh, as is Caroline. Uh, up here, yes, up here, but it's hurting me neck. Uh, Jimbo says, I'd say being taller was the least of Nicole Kidman's worries when she married Tom Cruise, uh, which is a fair point. point. Uh, would it be okay? Uh, would Barbara be okay if it was a man said he refused to date an overweight woman? No, because weight is a whole different thing. And I did try to explain the physiology uh, kind of behind it. And weight is a completely different thing. But you did also say that, you know, you didn't interrogate the whole thing. Because I think what a lot of those comments are pointing out is that sometimes the stuff that we we accept as being the kind of filters on a dating site are actually sometimes can be quite dark and and exclusionary and stuff. There's a load of it that's a bit, well, I mean, it's a bit messy. I can, you know, again, being as old as Methuselah, I can remember going to discos when I was like 17 and 18 and the slow set, which we mentioned yeah. earlier. I was the only girl in the whole place, in the hall, that couldn't sit down during a slow set. Because as soon as I sat down, the smallest guy in the place would start steaming towards me to ask me to dance. And he would be twice as mortified as I was. And there was always that like, will I say to him just no? 
and let him go yeah. off thinking I just thought he was I didn't he didn't do it for me or will I actually stand up and then he'll be mortified or what do I do? Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, I take the point to some of, of what some of the listeners are saying, but I think it's more to do with. This is going to, I, I'm losing all my feminist um, uh, credentials now. One fell who there's a kind of a protective thing as well that you, you know, you want to feel that a man is physically able to mm. protect you. If you should need it. Is it a partially just a fancy thing? You know, it's a bit of a, it's a sexual of, thing, you know. Maybe like, it is, yeah. You know, it's just, yeah. you know, we you like what you we like, actually, you know. You can't help what you find attractive. You'd be worrying you might answer. hurt a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. 50 <laughs> <laughs> the grey over there. Uh, as somebody on Twitter says, right behind you, Barbara, five foot nine and three quarters, love high heels, took years, but married a six foot three man, Yay. bliss. Uh, Owen says, so basically Barbara doesn't want some small fella humping her leg like a Jack Russell at eight. <laughs> Which is essentially what Barbara fair said enough. there, I think, really. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. Uh, my, Steve says, my wife is two inches taller than me. Not an issue. She was, she was always a bit self-conscious, so never wore heels anyway. Richard says, my partner's three inches taller than me. I'm short anyway. It's not something we think about much until other people start making comments yeah. or giving us funny looks. I'm five foot ten. I've always been attracted to men my height or a little shorter. For some reason, I felt threatened by taller men. Uh, I'm six foot seven. So looking for someone taller than me has How never old been. Is a, he? I have a tall daughter. Uh, six foot. Look for someone taller than me has never been an option. I once got to hug a guy that was six foot nine, and it was a lovely feeling. It is a lovely feeling. Wow. And Louise says, I'm short myself, but I could never date a short guy. You end up feeling like you're looking. Uh, people are looking at you walking down the street. I'm five foot two. My boyfriend is six foot four. You see that? With respect, I would look at that, you know. (laughs) But I suppose maybe she's saying is that like if she was, she's five two, she's going out with a guy five six and people might go, oh, look at the little couple kind (laughs) of thing. Yes, Uh, yeah, yeah. uh, Which would say more about the people passing remarks than it does about people's relationships or whatever. Uh, I went out with a shorter man. He was great in the bedroom and very strong, a bargain, complete charmer. But they don't... Past tense, so we don't know what, yeah, what uh, happened then. horribly wrong there. Yeah. I dated a guy for four years, a number of years ago, and we had a great relationship. While we did argue occasionally, we split up amicably and kept in touch. And I've realised he's now single again. We're at a different stage in our lives now, as we're both in our late 30s and looking for more similar things than I think we were looking for when we dated last time in our late 20s. I don't even know if he'd be willing to try again with me. My question is, should I make a move or leave the past in the past? Hmm. I was going to do your Barbara, the, the really shorts, like move on, forget about it. This is a really easy one. <laughs> yeah. But well, let's talk about it a little bit. Okay. Is he taller than you? That's yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, when it comes to these kind of, will I go back to where I was before kind of issues? Um, there's, there tends to be two two different kind of responses you have. You have one group of people who go, never go back. You know, you, that, you, that happened for a reason. You split up for a reason. The past is the past. Move on, go somewhere else. And then there's, a, there's another perspective, which is um, people saying that if you're going to go back to where you were before, you have to be going back because you believe whatever was wrong in the past 
can or has in some way been fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's one line in this letter where it is kind of alluded to that there's been a kind of a, there's been kind of a, a shift in the stages of their lives where she says, you know, we're, or he says, we're, we're both in our late 30s now and we're looking for more similar things. And mm-hmm. I think we were looking for when we dated last night in our 20s. Now, that's what I kind of mean. I'm referring to like, the, there's been a kind of a, a shift in, in, in what was wrong before mm-hmm. that may be right now. But here, I don't think that really applies because this is an assumption based on the fact that the years have passed, so therefore we're probably we're both matured. Yeah. Again, so so I think I kind of dismiss that because I don't. Th- it's not the same as going well. We broke up because she didn't want kids, and then now I know that she doesn't want kids. And that's a, an actual physical uh, or an actual tangible thing yeah. that, that's shifted and changed. In this instance, I think look, y- y- you've been through a relationship. That didn't work. You moved on and now over the course of time you're now looking back at this thing with rosy tinted glasses and you're thinking that that was your one chance when in fact it isn't your new chance. You've already had that chance. You've done it. I think you should just move on and find somebody else. Probably a tall person. I wonder is there inference going on here that they think that the ex is now looking for different things or they're assuming that's the case because they're a bit older rather than they've had that conversation. Yeah, There's no evidence that this person like like the the, the sentence I don't even know if he'd be willing to try again with me Ah. implies that they haven't even spoken to each other they don't really know what you know it's like I saw him on Facebook he's grown a moustache who cares? Oh my God! So is this person booked a suite at the Desperation Hotel? Yeah, well, you see, that's 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 I think yes. key to it here. Now, I would have always, yes. in any situation like this, I would always say, you know, tis better to find out than to die wondering. And, Indeed, yeah. you know, the only one way you're ever going to find out the answer to your your question is by actually taking a chance. And I would be all in favour of doing that. But, uh, but <laughs> I do think you have to look at your motivation. And this comes back yeah, to what you were saying what about saying. desperation. Is well, What is your motivation for doing mm. it? Is it like, I'm now in my late 30s. I have a feeling this is from a woman. Um, I, I'm now in my late 30s. Oh my God, time is moving on. Oh my God, I really need. And your man was grand. Like we got on quite well. And, you know, as you say, now we're a bit mellowed and now it'll probably work better. And maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe that is, maybe that could be the case. Um... But I think if and I would still say go for it and, and find out, but be be aware that he might, you know, you might get rebuffed in, in a fairly kind of um, fairly definitive kind of manner if he's moved on and is kind of going, now, don't be crazy. Like, sure, we, you know, we, we went out and then we fell apart for whatever reason. And uh, absolutely not. Um, I do think there is something about when you are older, when you're in your, as she said, her in her mid to late 30s. I do think that knocks an awful lot of the baloney out of you that you do tend to look, you, you possibly yeah. make better choices um, when you're at. And then there is the last chance saloon thing as well, which I've mm. often referred to, um, you know, that you get to last chance saloon and you go, well, it's either get on this bus, you know, like waiting for the last bus home. I either <laughs> yeah, get on this, this bus one. or else I'm going to get stuck in town. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I would always say take the chance and uh, but like just there's 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 I can't say that it's definitely going to work out and the chances are it possibly won't. But, you know, there's only one way to find out. So I would say. You said jog along. I would say go for it. Really? No, because yeah. you don't think that in... in well, in, should they ask and say, yeah, this is up. where I'm at. What do you think? No, I think you should, you should really? ring him up. Or, that just okay. sounds so... It sounds so Wait. clinical. It sounds so... All you have to so... say is, do you want to go for a drink? That's yeah. all. You don't have to make a big yoga out of it. All you have to do is, whatever you do, contact him whatever way and just say... I'm, you know, you're free to go for a drink. And yeah, then see he could be in the adjoining suite in the Desperation Hotel. He could be, you see. Uh, and that, you know, that might make for 
But that a might happy work. holiday. But that might work very well. <laughs> for a, for a short period of yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. Look, I... You <laughs> <laughs> did the last chance yeah, salute and kind of went, yeah, yeah. Right, five years this week, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, people only get back with exes when they've no one else. Move on, move forward. Uh, yeah. Yes, you should see, at least see if he's willing yes. to try. Not knowing could be worse than a possible rejection Absolutely. or failed relationship. Yeah. And going back to the height thing, this, I suppose, is, as this person says, it stays with them. I'm five foot two and dated a guy, uh, a six foot guy years ago, went to the movies one day and the ticket lady asked, one adult and one child, <gasps> 30 years later, still haven't forgotten. Oh, but there God. you go. Why was he bringing you to the Jungle Book on a date anyway? It's an odd one. Uh, right. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on Newstalk. We do have to take a break after that. How do I speak to an annoying colleague? 53106 is our text number that will cost you 30 cents. You are listening to The Moncrief Show on News Talk. Barbara and Declan are still with us. Next question is this. I have a colleague with whom I am currently working on a project. He is efficient and good at his job. However, almost every morning when we have our group meeting, he looks at me and makes a gesture of drawing a smile on his face and then says, Do I get a smile? Or give us a smile or some stupid remark like that. Sorry, that's my interpretation of the way he says it. Uh, The others think it's hilarious. I usually pretend to laugh it off, but it makes my blood boil. I cannot bear men telling me to smile. It feels like a power trip. Is it ignorance and should I confront it? I don't know how to confront him about it without making myself vulnerable to accusations of overreacting. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Now, um, I'm not a woman, but I can imagine yeah, we, little that is infuriating. Oh, listen, and I think every single woman will be able to identify with this and will have been there at some time. That's like, ah, oh, go on, smile, or ah, oh, can't be that bad. Even or, on the street. Yeah, you know, oh, yeah. You get it hasn't it. happened yet. My daughters, my, darling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. my daughters have reported it as well, you mm. know, that they get it as well when they're out and about. Um, and I think often those kind of remarks are made thoughtlessly and are. They're not necessarily made to demean you, but they certainly do. Um, And, you know, they're a great way of making a woman feel like her job, regardless of what her job is, her first job is to decorate the office nicely. Do you know what I mean? And add to the to the to the general kind of a a nice ambiance of the place. Um, And it's part of that whole narrative that women get a lot as well, which is that you don't it doesn't matter what you achieve as long as you either look hot or cute while you're doing it. And that's really important. And your achievement is pretty worthless if you don't manage to achieve that as well. So, and then the problem is compounded by exactly what she says. How do I confront this without opening myself up to, you know, more yeah. kind of... Uh, I'm only um, joking. What's yeah, wrong? yeah, exactly. Or in my day, she's, oh God, at that time of the month, is uh, she a bit grumpy today, you know, which again, completely disempowers you. Um, but I think you have to confront it if this is to stop. I mean, I'm disappointed to read that the others think it's also hilarious yeah. because, you know, I can kind of accept how there's one idiot in the office, but the fact that everybody else thinks this is funny is not good. So you do need to confront it. I think you need to confront it with the guy who's doing it. I think initially do it quietly, you know, after the meeting, pull him aside where there's nobody else around and just say, look, I know you don't mean it and I know you probably think it's funny and I know, you you know, you haven't really thought about this, but it is a, a really, it makes me feel really uncomfortable and it's a real way to make women feel you know, completely kind of disempowered in a work situation. And I'd really appreciate if he didn't do that again. Now, if he's ha- got half a brain cell, he will apologise and that'll be the end of it. If he's a moron, which mm. is always a possibility, you have to go to HR. Um, but that has to that has to be stopped. And as I say, it is disappointing to read that the others think it's hilarious as well. I'm wondering what the split of men and women is um, in the yeah, team. You'd wonder what on. the power dynamic is there yeah. if, if they feel yeah. they have to laugh. Yeah. Um, 
Maybe the dick is strong in this one. Yeah, yeah I mean, it is that whole thing of like, and you, you alluded to it there already, Barbara, is that um, it's about intention and it's about, yeah. it's about realising that when you're saying something like that, when those words are coming out of your mouth, your intention might be A, B or C, but you're using pre-existing systemic sexist privilege. Here's my woke stuff coming there in. You and you're, but you're, you're actually coming from a platform which enables you yeah. to, to behave in that way. Because what you're automatically doing is you're, you're commodifying, you're, um, you're making the, the, the brain who's in the office with you working on this project into a body. You're drawing everybody's attention to their body. That body is not, as you pointed out, making the office a prettier place to be by having, you know, the, by thinking about something else and therefore not activating their smile muscles. Um, in the end, it's, it's really horrific and it's, it's it, as a thing to make somebody feel, that's horrible, but to make somebody realise of what they're doing, because it's really hard to make people realise yeah. what they're doing is exercising privilege. Because yeah. you, you, you make them think about it and then by thinking about it, then they have to think about you and automatically they go, now you're exercising privilege because you're making me think about you. And and it becomes this kind of stupid um, cycle in people's mind because they just won't look at the evidence. They won't think about the fact that I said to Sandra that she would look better if she had a smile without thinking the reason I want her to look better isn't about Sandra, it's about me and some kind of a subliminal sexual mm. thing that's going on in the room. And that's messy and I think what I mean you know yeah I mean I agree with all of that but I do think that nine times maybe not nine times out of ten but certainly seven times out of ten when men make these kind of remarks they actually do it in a completely thoughtless way yeah. it's like oh, they're no, just your man won't get rabbiting it. out yeah. something that they've heard somewhere uh, as an icebreaker and it's I mean, I'm sure there are some men who actually think that's some kind of backhanded compliment. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You're oh, reminded... you have a lovely smile when yeah, you do sure, smile. Yeah. You look gorgeous when you smile. Yeah. You know, oh, and yeah. you but is it know not that. the same? Is it not the same? Like, for example, and, and I've seen this actual thing happen where a, a group of guys or a guy go, goes up to a, a girl and a group of girls and offers them to buy them a drink. And if they, you know, because it's everything is in a chain. It's a chain. Yeah. This happens and this happens and this happens and it's going towards a certain place. And you, you have to find a way to to stop it. You either politely decline, then you're, a, yeah. you know, you, you don't smile, you're a, whatever it is. So const, constantly, it's not actually, the whole thing isn't, um, operating in, in I suppose bona fides it's not faith. that's what makes it so real. hard and that's to, why it's really hard to deal with it's that's really yeah. hard to deal with and it's very hard particularly if this woman is in the minority on the team and that everybody else thinks what your man is doing is kind of okay and acceptable and funny um, it makes it even more difficult because she needs to get a sense of humour he's only joking yeah, like, the lads what's are just your doing... problem yeah, like, exactly. yeah, oh, we've all go... been there and well, it is. May, well we can hope perhaps some of the other people there are think perhaps think yeah. that but don't want to say it out loud yeah yeah sure. yeah and hopefully if that, uh, Sinead says gives a smile cheer up it mightn't happen and other similar phrases boil my blood I yeah. tend to respond with a sarcastic why or if I'm really sick of it I go with why should I arrange my face in a way you choose uh, which is an excellent response Sinead yeah. uh, um, P.S. Uh, I'm late to the Botox yes <laughs> Uh, right, uh, one more quick one. I have four kids under the age of 15. Our house is pretty hectic. I work remotely and my husband has an office job. I've noticed particularly in the last few years that he expects me to take on the majority of the responsibility looking after the kids. He expects me to drop them to their activities, feed them, get them sorted for school, etc. All while getting my own work done. And to be honest, I'm fed up of not having any time for myself. I'd love to take up golfing. 
but I don't feel like I have the time or the energy. My husband seems to think that commuting and going into the office means he has less time than I do to take care of the kids. How do I redress the balance and give him an extra push to help me out? Are we, are this one always kind we of... We have like four minutes to tell him to leave him. Yeah, well, yeah. basically, I think, look, this is the one where you go, it's about balancing responsibilities both at home and at work. You go, your jobs have to be removed first. You have to step up and do your part at home regardless of what your your gig is outside of the house. That's basically what it boils down to. And if he doesn't think that he needs to, he needs to sell that to you while he's withdrawing his services as opposed to you convincing him while he has to supply them. Yeah. Yeah, but I would say knowing from not personal experience but anecdotal experience that he's probably saying, yeah, but I have to commute. That's awful. Commuting is terrible. Like oh, I have to commute yes. for an yeah. hour every day, like yeah. two hours every day, an I'm hour knackered. in, an hour back. Yeah. And, and you've means... got more time. So in that hour, you can do all the other stuff while I'm sitting in my car listening to the radio and, you know, kind of <laughs> yeah. putting up with that. So, yeah, it's about a tough conversation. And again, study after study shows that men do not do their fair share at home where both partners are working. And that comes childcare uh, and and housework. So, lady, you need to sit down with them and you need to draw. And if you need to draw up a list and go, this is what needs to be done yeah, every morning. Yeah. This is what needs to be done every evening. You do that. I'll do this and make it equal. Then you um, leave them. And the, yeah, well, that, well no, apparently men you do more at home get more sex as well. Yes, yeah, <gasps> yeah exactly, because yeah. Uh, relations Unless, not as a reward, but just yeah. like relations are warmer between the uh, yeah. between the couple. Unless they're smaller than the. Wife. Yeah, in which case, sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just go over there and dust that bottom shelf. You can reach it easier than I can. Uh, Claire says why are people this is about the why don't you smile why are people so offended maybe he's saying it as an icebreaker maybe she's miserable looking as a woman I wouldn't be offended at all I would say to men or women give us a smile or cheer up in fact it's just someone trying to be positive says Claire oh, oh god Claire seriously she's I don't like have one. time Claire but yeah. like really seriously it is no, not but your even, business yeah. how somebody else looks end of story and you don't know what they're thinking about anyway you don't yeah, know no, what they're you thinking no you don't no when nobody says like oh my family just got killed in a car crash Oh, you a, a smile. smile. Get yeah. a grip. God, Claire. Seriously, Claire. 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 Seriously, Claire. Stop. We miss you. We now. leave Claire uh, to think about the the very positive <laughs> messages we've given. Barbara and Declan, thank you both very much. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break after. Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.